This is Pound in Victory. Well, we want to welcome everybody once again to the podcast. <clears throat> want to remind people that you can follow us. Yep. And uh, if you have any need for details, Christina always gives them to you. Yep. Like us on Facebook. Follow. Follow us on whatever you're listening to, whether it be Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Apple Music, Stitcher, and all the others. Well, we're all over the place. Truly. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. So, once again, we welcome you. We're glad you're listening and uh, respond to us so we get to enjoy that part of it, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're coming up on Thanksgiving. Yeah, we are. And, uh, of course, that's a good time to have some of your favorite foods you kind of hold back on until Thanksgiving Day. What are you looking forward to the most, honestly? <laughs> Cranberries. Dad, you can have those anytime. Yeah, but we don't. And nobody makes those. You get them out of a can. Right. But, this guy. But when... The reason I like them is because they're excellent if you put fresh, hot turkey breast on bread and butter uh-huh. and in cranberries. Okay. Yeah. No stuffing? Well, that's on the side. You do that with gravy. Oh, you know? I don't do gravy on stuffing. Well, you don't have to. But Thanksgiving's in two days. Some people have already celebrated Thanksgiving because they're weird. I, I don't know those people. And they do it ahead of time. Yeah, but we're looking forward to it. <clears throat> What's your favorite kind of pie? Uh, now that's hard. No, it's not. Yeah, because I what, like slivers. What comes to your, yeah, what comes to your mind first? Clear your mind. What comes to your mind first? Pumpkin. Pumpkin, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 But you know what? Cherry is second. Lynette made one one time that she made it fresh with pumpkin. You know, she did the pumpkin. Not out of the can. That was very good. Oh, that was excellent. I don't know why you've never done that again. Oh, my land. I said... Oh, she says it's a lot of work. And uh, <laughs> another one is that I normally don't care for, and she made one from scratch, was a lemon meringue. Now... Tart. Yeah, yeah. And if those two came out on this Thanksgiving, I'm telling you, I'd probably just sit and eat pie. Oh, he's dropping hints is what he's doing. I like it. Well, I'd probably have something else besides that. But Hey, do you want to hear something kind of exciting? You're going to want to hear it. Not only do you have uh, listeners all across the United States already, but you also have people listening in Belgium, Japan, Nigeria, and Mexico. Well, thank you. Thank everybody from those countries listening. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. You know, I, I got holidays here coming up, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. Both that I've had a tremendous appreciation for both those holidays ever since I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Because I I really found a tremendous reason to be thankful. Right. That I've come to the place of salvation in Christ. Mm-hmm. And you can't get anything more to be thankful about more than that. Right. I mean, you're grateful for a lot of things in life. Some people are also ungrateful. Well. And they forget what to be grateful for. 
That's true. Let's put it this way. In our country, I, I don't know the precision of this, you know. Uh-huh. But it's, you know, I'm just going to shoot something out there. And it's it's wildly crazy. But, like, when you speak about prosperity, mm-hmm. the poorest people in our country are supposed to be wealthier than 85% of people in other countries, you know. Less developed countries. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So... In our country, for sure, mm-hmm. there's really no good reason for anybody to be ungrateful. You know, I mean, we are a blessed country. Mm-hmm. The only way I think Carlos would agree with this, because Carlos is from another country, and I think, yeah, he looked he looked at me with a shocked face. I think the only way that you can really uh, be ungrateful here is if you compare everything that you have to have the other people. Yeah. I understand what you're saying here because um, back uh, pretty much around the time I got out of the military, I could sit in a gathering of people with my family, mm-hmm. my brothers especially. Yeah. <clears throat> and sometimes I'd just sit there quiet. And it wasn't because I didn't want to communicate, but it, I was just, I felt like I was from a different family, you know, because it, they would talk about how bad off we had it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I couldn't see it that way. So It depends on your where you're looking from. Your perspective matters. So the facts pro- probably were the same across the board, obviously. But you were looking at it from a different angle. Yeah, they, they consistently spoke of how poor we were. We didn't have anything, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, with all sincerity, I can say... I couldn't connect with them. Because you were focused on what you had. Well, yeah. Not what you didn't have. You know, you can go to a second-hand store and get <clears throat> really nice clothes. Yeah. And just because they came from a second-hand store made them feel like they didn't have anything. Uh, we have we have very different Thanksgivings, you and I, you know. Yeah. You usually are in the woods hunting, harvesting deer, which is necessary in these parts because we have an overpopulation of deer. Well, not only that, but people enjoy eating it. Yeah, but the number of people hunting and actually getting deer has gone down drastically over the last 10 years, they said. So Yeah. <clears throat> it's caused a boom in the deer population, which is scary when you're driving down the road <laughs> because they just run out in front of you. But every Thanksgiving, I spend with mom cooking. You're right. And I have my whole life. Well, that's good. Yeah, we watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And then the Westminster Dog Show. (laughs) And back in the day, it used to be um, It's a Wonderful Life that would play immediately after, yeah. And that's how I looked at A Wonderful Life. When I come in from the woods, the food's all on the table, ready Mm -hmm. to go. We also were unique in this respect that we eat dinner. Yes, we do. Never have done lunch. See, these are all things to be thankful for. Yeah. It was a while ago that uh, I started trying to work in a tradition. We sat down at the table, and I requested that everybody at the table give a thanks before, you know, we were done eating. Everyone take a turn and, you know, something they were thankful for that went happen in that year. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it feels like you got to squeeze it out of a couple of them, but eventually they all make it. It's nice that people verbalize it. Did you have Thanksgiving traditions growing up? 
no, not really. I mean, just the fact that you had a big, huge dinner. And did you go to extended family at all, or did you, your mom cooked and you stayed home? Always, always at home, mm-hmm. yeah. We've always done that, too. Well, when we got married, I said that's the way I want to start it. I want to always have the Thanksgiving at home with uh, our kids, and yeah. we did it, and it didn't go over well with the mother-in-law that I made that decision. Oh, speaking of her, why don't you tell everyone about the time that you got the t- the turkey? Well, that was before I was saved. <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> this is a good one. Well, when you offer, first of all, when you're invited to Thanksgiving. You shouldn't show up empty-handed. No. That would be uncouth. Well, you don't show up empty-handed, but you also, you're so grateful that, because when they don't watch it around the first, in the first place. <laughs> I wish, I wish people could see your face. <laughs> if they, if they didn't want you there and they still invited you yeah but my wife has told me that some of that was my fault yeah. for getting too much of a kick out of teasing somebody mm-hmm. like her mother right yeah i mean it's a cultural phenomenon the whole struggle between you know a son-in-law and his mother-in-law that's pretty yeah. It's well documented. It's very popular in Hispanic culture. They make a lot of jokes about it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, and that was one of those situations. Mm-hmm. So finally she said, it doesn't look like you're going to leave, so you want to come to Thanksgiving? <laughs> that is such a warm yeah. and tender invite. It doesn't look like you're going anywhere else, so I guess you may as well come. So I said, thank you. <laughs> and you did. Yes. So I said, I'll, I'll supply the bird. And me and my brother went shopping. Mm-hmm. About 12.30 or 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, then, and Walmart was not open 24 hours. <laughs> and then when we got home, it took most of the night to clean them birds. <laughs> and we had to boil the water, dip them, and pluck all the feathers off, clean them. Uh-huh. Make them look like a store-bought bird. Yeah. And then I gave it to her. Mm-hmm. And then I told her, when she put it on the table, that bird's hot. And she says, yeah, it's got to rest. She come back around again, and I said, that turkey's hot. Well, it can't be. It's been on the table for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then the third time she come past me, I said, that's a hot turkey. And then she finally grabbed it. <laughs> oh my word yeah um let me ask you this in your case we talked about this like several episodes ago but to have come from like a one-room cabin and now like you have an iphone <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like that's weird and it does something to the human brain i think but what is it like to watch the commercialization of something like thanksgiving I feel like the pendulum is swinging back the other way. But when when you were growing up and like even as like young married and raising your family, <clears throat> everything was closed on Thanksgiving. Absolutely. I don't even remember. I, I'm sure we could Google it when Black Friday like really reared its ugly head. And I, I don't know the exact like year, but I feel like that didn't come along until the last what, like... 30 years probably that they really started doing stuff like that but i remember it like people getting in fights and like at toys r us and stuff like that and that's when i was in like grade school 
and it was on the news and stuff like that. But what is the, what, what is that like to go from like such humble upbringing and then watching things evolve like this? And like Carlos showed me earlier, like there's full stores like Shields and Hy-Vee and all these places that they've declared now we're not going to be open. We're shutting down and we're let pe- letting people spend time with their families. But for a long time, it was very commercial and people were, they were skipping dinner and camping out to get a TV for 50 bucks. And it's weird. It is weird. And, and you know, it's it's funny too because they don't put a, put enough out there for everybody. No. You it's know. limited supply of everything. That's why it's yeah, so such a hot commodity. Just sit out in the cold for 24 hours you know, waiting for the doors to open in a store to go in and have five TVs on sale yeah you know, that are manufactured with lesser quality yeah and yeah. somebody's gonna get hurt you know right and they do mm-hmm. people get trampled yeah and years ago like where you couldn't purchase a car on a sunday you know right uh, that's still in play i think Close well. There'll still some of them still be open, so you can shop. But yeah, but you can't. You, close you the couldn't deal. even do that. Yeah, you know they just locked down. Mm-hmm. You know you have you had to pre-order, you know, or shop for your groceries because you weren't going to find a store open. Right. You know that that was one thing about it. Everybody closed down in Christmas and mm-hmm. and uh, Thanksgiving, and it was good. You know. Yeah, you just you learned ahead of time to have all all your stuff bought and in the house and yeah, it was a family day. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it was. And for me, I mean, if you want to go back that far, when I was a kid, we had a wood stove. Mm-hmm. We had to carry in split wood and put it in there, you know, and, and uh, that oven wasn't going to work unless you had that that wood burning in that stove. Yeah. It wasn't uh, something where you set a timer and it just went up to 375 degrees and it stayed there. You had to fluctuate that fire, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Challenging. Yeah. And then you have one stovetop there. You didn't have microwaves to make anything yet. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet when we sat down to dinner, my mother would have the whole thing done. All of it. All at the same time. Yeah. Isn't that weird? She'd make pies, you know, Mm -hmm. lots of pies the day before. And then uh, keep the oven open for the turkey. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it was all made in one day on a wood stove. When you were first married, you took mom to learn how to make pie from your mom. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which she had a hard time doing, my mother, because she I never wish measured. I had had her teach her baking powder biscuits. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were, I, I've never had one better than what she made. Grandpa's were good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, uh, she sat down to make pies, and my mother would throw the stuff in a bowl, and then she'd quick dump it out in this measuring glass to see what she actually put in there. Because it was all like a pinch and a dash. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a handful. Yeah. And that's, that's how they had to do it. Every time my mother <coughs> threw the ingredient in, she'd get it back out and measure it. So she. And it works. It worked, though, right? Like yeah. she makes pies just like Grandma. Yeah. I tried for many years to get my wife to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sell the pies. I she think. she did and has and does sometimes. Yeah. But it's one time work, when I was though. working a job, I 
uh, she made two apple pies, mm-hmm. you know, from scratch. They weren't even uh, apples from the cans, you know. No, they were real. And they were, they were big ones, too. And I took them to work, and one guy in particular ate one whole pie <laughs> before anybody else got into the break room. <laughs> you know, he begged me for 15 years for pie. Is he, he said, still around? I'll pay her anything she wants. Yeah, he's still alive and still around. We should send him a pie. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, he loved it so much. I mentioned baking powder biscuits. Can I tell you something kind of funny? Yeah, go ahead. My whole life growing up, everybody was like, bacon powder biscuits, bacon powder biscuits, and that's how they said it. And do you know it wasn't until the, like maybe the last five years, <laughs> do that math, that I realized it was baking powder. Yeah. And I thought the entire time, for like 32 years of my life, you were talking about bacon powder. (laughs) And that there was somehow (laughs) bacon-flavored powder. Oh, my. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So. That just goes to show you, people can be real smart but real dumb all at the same time. (laughs) Bacon powder. Because that's how everybody said it. Bacon powder, Beth Guts. Well, so dumb. It happens. Now, I know now, but I'm glad you finally come to <laughs> come to the realization. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. So, what are you thankful for right now? Right now? Yeah. Well, boy, I'm thankful for a lot. I'm, I'm thankful that. Uh, uh, my son Brian is still with us mm-hmm. after he's been through so much and you yep. know he's still suffering, but he's still alive and still he's been uh, dealing with some chronic illness, yes, mm-hmm. but he's not gone, right. thank the Lord for that mm-hmm. um, I'm thankful for my wife um, when she turned sixty, we had a bar- birthday party. Yeah, I remember looking in her eyes and telling her, you're pretty sexy at 65. <laughs> so she turned 65, is yeah. what you were saying? Yeah. You guys will be celebrating your 50th wedding anniversary. Yeah. so That's so long. That's longer than most people nowadays. Yeah, when our niece got married, and we were there because I officiated it, mm-hmm. then we stayed for the reception. Yeah. We stayed for the dance. Mm-hmm. And that was when we were married 40-some years. Yeah. And at that dance, the DJ said, I want everybody that's been married for 10 years stand up, you know. And a bunch of people did. And then he said, I want everybody, you know, 20 years. And a few more stood up. Mm-hmm. When he got to 30, there was a couple. And then when he got into the 40s, we were the only two people that stood up. <laughs> and... uh isn't that crazy? Everybody busted into a big applause. And they thought it was miraculous. <laughs> yeah, and that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, that's a lot to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the church we have and the body of Christ. I was just thinking the same thing. We have a lot of cool stuff going on for yeah. church. Exciting things on the horizon. Yeah, so that's a lot to be grateful for right there. Mm-hmm. And what about you? I'm grateful for a lot of things. I'm grateful we get to do the podcast together and have dinner together. Yes. That's pretty fun. And Especially when you just serve the steak and shrimp. Yeah. 
We don't do that every time, but no. Have a nice family, and I'm about to graduate with my bachelor's degree. I'm glad to be done with that. Oh yes, that's a lot to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing that I'm thankful for is the Bible. Mm-hmm. The Word of God. Um, you Not know, everybody has it. Some places it's banned, is what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know that's something that you know there's countries that won't allow you to have one. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And we have them, and uh, you know you can get them anywhere. You can even probably go to a used bookstore and find one. And and uh, the part that I'd like to say right now is that everybody needs one. Yeah. You know everybody does. Mm-hmm. Because the way God created things. A physical things, one, you mean? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The way that God created things was that we're spirit beings. Mm-hmm. We are more spiritual than we are flesh and blood. Flesh and blood's always on a time schedule mm-hmm. to die someday. The body. But the spirit never dies. And our own spiritual food that we can get, we'll sit down at Thanksgiving and we'll have tremendous mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. You know, And I always make them a little di- different because I like to leave some lumps in there. I don't like creamy, creamy mashed potatoes. Like you don't put them through a sieve. Uh, uh-uh. I like I like the chunks in there once in a while, mm-hmm. and then get them as, get them as hot as you can while you're, you know, so the butter melts real well. Yeah. And then when you got somebody that makes some of the best stuffing in the world, that helps, you know. Mom. So, yeah. Yeah. So you got the stuffing and the potatoes, and then, uh, you know, a lot of people like, hey, I'm in, in a lot of times we have it, but I prefer the turkey. So you know, gem- generally they make uh, scalp corn. Isn't it scalloped? Is that what it's scalloped called? Scalloped corn, yep. Yeah. The baked one? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's good. And then uh, mm-hmm. green bean baked, that's always on the table. You know. So much th- stuff to be thankful for. That we can fill our bellies. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one of those meals where you get the loose in your belt. You know, because by the time you're done eating, it's getting too tight. So, so much to be grateful for. But then the thing to think about is, if we didn't have one, if we didn't have a Bible, yeah, we would be suffering from malnutrition spiritually. Mm-hmm. We need that spiritual food for our spirit being. And I am so thankful for the Bible that we can indulge in that before we ever sit down at the dinner table mm-hmm. and eat. That's a lot to be grateful for. Well, I'm um, I'm believing that everybody's going to be blessed on uh, Thanksgiving Day. Um, not everybody might have the same type of meal or same big one that uh, we talked about, mm-hmm. but I'm going to trust that you're going to find a way to take time to be thankful, uh, sit down with family, friends, whoever you may, uh, join your spirits together, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Try to enjoy each other's company. That's one thing to be grateful for more than the food or anything else is that you have somebody to spend your time with and somebody to love. Mm-hmm. So, Father, we just thank you for the people that are listening right now, Lord, wherever they may be, in another country or here in the United States. Father, I just want to pray the blessing of Almighty God upon them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, just open the windows and the doors of heaven up. 
Let them them feel your holy presence this Thanksgiving day. And Father, we just thank you and praise you for everybody that listens, that they will be coming to a place of spiritually learning and growing and being fed spiritually to come alive in Christ. So Father, next week when we pick the Bible back up and we open up more scripture, Lord, I ask that you bring these precious people back to listen to us next week when we'll open up some of the nourishment that they need in the Holy Word of God to grow in deeper depths and higher heights than ever before in your spirit. Father, let your anointing draw them back so that we can all be fed together and, and nourished together and love you for everything you do for us. And we thank you and praise you for the listeners right now. Bless them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen.